in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Look at this beautiful Friday, folks. It is the chosen one. You just heard the weather forecast, and that is just delightful. God is good. Look at this. What a delightful day. Whenever we can get 70-degree weather this time of year, it's terrific. And then it sounds like it's going to be just a fantastic couple of days leading into election day what a great day what are you doing right now just think if you're on route 146 or right around there you are close to the lodge pub and eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln i'm envious i have to do this radio show you could pop in there that's right you could pop by the lodge pub and eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln and enjoy a nice lunch they're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, where folks remember on top of that, they have the nice outside deck. They have the, um, they also have obviously a nice dining room and then the lounge area, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So folks, we have some developing news on this Friday and several things, some things to watch. And for those of you that, you know, for those that are, um, you know, you have a strong interest in politics. You'll appreciate this. The fact that apparently the National Governors Association, Democrat Governors Association, of which Governor McKee is a member, they are very nervous about this race. They are now in the last just 24 hours. They've sat on the sidelines. The National Democrat Governors Association they are, in fact, now pumping two hundred and sixty thousand into the race against Ashley Kalis for Governor McKee. That's how concerned they are about this race. Now, they were not spending that money a while ago. They were not. Um. They were not spending any money because they thought they thought, in fact, that the, the race was basically was in the bag. And they thought that there was going to be no reason for them to have to spend any type of money uh, to try to help Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. That has changed. That has definitely changed. So the race right now, I, I don't, I mean, I was hearing last night that the race could be three points. And as much as initially I thought, boy, I don't know, that, that sounds, you know, really tight. But suddenly now you have, I mean, think about that. In, literally, and there could be more money coming, more money coming. Suddenly, in less than 24 hours, they are kicking in $260,000 for a race that they were not involved in. Now, as someone explained, you don't get that money unless you can show them polling numbers. Now, I've been told they don't start kicking in that money until you have to show them that the race is basically like a five-point race. So if it's five or three points, so the McKee people, they're looking at their internals. And they are obviously very, very concerned at looking at this. Now, I, I want to just go back to folks at, at 110. I don't see that they're posting. There's a debate for a general treasurer. Okay, here it is. The Democrat governor just post, post poured another 200000 into the Rhode Island governor race for tax on Ashley Kalis on, ta- on top of yesterday's 60000 
So Ted Nisi writes, I'm very curious what internal Dem polling shows about McKee Kalis. He was up low double digits. That was a month ago. Now, part of the problem is there haven't been any public polling numbers that have been out. And so, but there it is. For them to kick in 280,000, no, over 260,000 Democrat Governor Association, that is, um, that's pretty dramatic. That is certainly dramatic right now. So, and yesterday, 60,000. So, 260,000 in in just um, in less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. Now, I want to see if anyone is posting any sound yet. So, there's two also debates. I'll play some sound of last night. But there's two debates that, or two races, I should say, that I think you should pay attention to. And one is, so Channel 10... They taped it, I believe, earlier today, and that is the race for lieutenant governor against Democrat Sabina Matos and Republican Aaron Gukian. And I believe that the Republican is going to pull off the upset. I don't think people want the McKee team of him and Matos. He's having enough of a difficult time. If things are tough for Governor McKee, it really makes you wonder exactly how things are gonna, uh, how things are going for in the Lieutenant Governor's race. I mean, if if Governor McKee is having a tough time, so they, I, I don't see it posted as of yet. Let me just check it one more thing. So Channel 12 did the the Treasurer's Debate, and Channel 10 is doing the Lieutenant Governor. So there is no debate for Attorney General, which I think is unfortunate. There have been some debates for, there have been some debates for um, Secretary of State, but they didn't get the, the big play. They didn't get the big play which is unfortunate. All right, let me, I want to play for you the package that Channel 10 final debate last night, Ashley Kalis and Governor McKee. So we were there. Gene was the, uh, Gene Valicenti was the moderator. I want to um, hear how it was covered by Channel 10. So folks, that, that is big news. Right now it's 1-14, it's Friday, it is November 4th. And the McKee people are nervous. Their, their campaign is collapsing. Oh, okay. They just have the, they have the debate. I don't, I don't want to play the entire debate. Now, do they have that yet? It's going to air over the weekend. I don't know. I thought... People are not posting things the way I want. I'd like them to. And then McKee against um, Kalis, and then Fung against Magaziner. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm just trying to. I'm sorry, folks. I'm trying to find. I think this should be it. I think I found there's a Channel Ten package on this. I really thought we would have had the. Race for Lieutenant Governor and then the General Treasurer by now. All right, let's listen. This is how Channel 10 covered their debate last night. What has everyone talking is the education bombshell you saw first right here on NBC 10. Governor Dan McKee revealing tonight new details on the RICAS scores. He says reading's up. Math is reading down, math is up. McKee said test scores could not be released before the election. He did face criticism after it was initially announced that the scores would not be made public until after. So we asked McKee and Ashley Kalis about the timing if the full results come out before the election. All I can tell you is uh, that I've told you all along what the truth is. And there's many people out there uh, that uh, try to convince people things that are n- not not true to be true, and that 
this is uh, the commission's decision. He was hiding something and he pulled it to political pressure. And anything that I can do to have uh, the current governor um, get test scores to parents and teachers is great. He should have done it earlier. Shop exchanges highlighted the debate here on NBC 10 between Democrat Governor Dan McKee and Republican challenger Ashley Kalis. They both face questions over their own controversies. NBC 10 political reporter Brian Crandall is live on the campus of Rhode Island College in Providence with highlights of not one, but two debates, Brian. Yeah, Emily and Dan, first off, Dan McKee and Ashley Kalis probably each have a topic they'd rather not have to talk about. For McKee, he's trying to say that Kalis is being dishonest and wrong in her portrayal of an investigation by the feds. Kalis, meanwhile, trying to downplay recently revealed details of her past dealings. The spark started to fly between Governor Dan McKee and challenger Ashley Kalis when the topic turned to Kalis's name-calling texts to a Chicago contractor a few years ago. What do we know about Ms. Kalis? Not very much. And I've told you, the behavior is is despicable. And I do believe what we've seen is despicable behavior. Okay. When you can't run on your record, you try to personally attack your opponent. If you have no vision for the state or no plan, Dan, you'll go into personal attacks. Then to the issue dogging McKee the most, the federal probe of the ILO school consulting contract handed out by his administration. The FBI doesn't come in to review. They come in to investigate. And if Dan has nothing to hide, he should simply release the subpoenas. You can release the subpoenas and you failed to do so. You refused to do so. Will you do that? The answer is I've already answered the question. If you want to get more information on the review, go to the people who are doing the review. I am telling you right now that I've, every decision I've made has been in the best interest of the state of Rhode Island. And each claiming they can do best on the economy and helping Rhode Islanders. We have momentum. We have momentum like that Titanic and families are suffering. Kayla says she'll reduce income tax for those making $150,000 or less and eliminate it altogether for those making under $50,000. McKee points to the state eliminating the car tax and sending child tax rebates to 115,000 families. $260 million, $265 million of tax relief in the budget I just passed. Now, both struggled a bit on the subject of truck tolls. McKee trying to explain the state's rationale for appealing a judge's decision that shut the tolls down. Kayla's trying to back up her claim that McKee will eventually toll cars, which McKee says he won't do. I don't know if anyone believes that, though. All right, very good piece by, I think, in the piece you just heard, it certainly highlighted just um, Ashley had some good lines. That's a pretty good review of the whole thing. So let me catch another, folks, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I think I want to also hear how Channel... um, 12 may have played into that as well. And uh, some people are calling for the RICAS scores to be released. Governor, have you spoken to your education commissioner today? Do you have any scores? Do you have any news for us on that front? Yeah, so I had I got I got a brief yesterday by the uh, the commissioner and, and Ride, and uh, they are getting prepared to release the the RICAS scores. But again, they're going to do it on their schedule when the when the when the scores are ready. So we know what's going to happen, and, and it was confirmed yesterday. Our scores on our reading are going to go slightly down. Our scores on the math are going to go up. So we know that there's a recovery here that we need to make sure to take advantage, you know, to, to work on, and that's what we're doing. Vaccinating the teachers, put over three hundred million dollars in for new schools. On, on the bond. We put $66 million to ensure school students do not experience funding cuts. That was out of the budget that I passed to make sure that we're investing in our schools. And we, we made the Rhode Island Promise a, a permanent fixture. This is the record. This is the record. Governor, and did you see the RICAS scores? I, I, I have been briefed on what they're going the to be. Numbers. What are they? Tell us. Make some I, news. I just, I just told you that the reading scores are going to go down. I just told you, the reading scores, what I've been briefed on, the reading scores are going down slightly. And slightly math, down on reading. And the math scores are going to go up. Math goes up? Right. Are you making news here? Reading is slightly down. Reading is slightly down, math goes up, and that right now we're, we're, we're right in the same range as Massachusetts in terms of the, the recovery uh, that no, we need. Uh, uh, candidate Kalis, he just said math is going yeah. up. That's a surprise to me. So, yeah. We all expected reading to go down. Are you going to compliment him for that or criticize him for what, math scores no, going what up? I, what I will say, here's what I will say based on his record. The first debate that we were in, 
He looked into the camera yep. and told the people of Rhode Island, parents, that uh, the vendor had not delivered the score. That's right. And then uh, later that week, we found out that that was not true. So the governor does not have a good record of being forthright. So what I would say is if you have the information, officially release it. Now, that's how it went last night in their final debate. Now, again, folks, it's 121. Good afternoon. And you got to follow where the money is. You can tell where races are based on the money. And the McKee people right now, this race is closing. Independents apparently are undecided, I should say seem to be breaking for Governor McKee. Now, why would I say that, right? It's 121, and I received email. You can always go to my website, dpetro.com, no eyes, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. You can send me an email directly there. And someone said, where are you seeing that the race is tightening and that Governor McKee could be in trouble? That's a fair question. Now, I, I did mention it, but I'll mention it again. I don't have a problem with that. And 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 I um I understand that someone would maybe catch you off guard, but you 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 can follow where the numbers are. And I'm gonna defer and give credit to Ted Nee of Channel Twelve WPRI. And he is reporting that the race for governor that the Democrat Governors Association, across, that's a, a you know national association, they just put last night or yesterday they put in sixty thousand. Today they're putting in two hundred thousand. So in a span, and it could be more money coming. They are putting in two hundred and sixty thousand in attack ads against Ashley Kalis. So you don't do that. If you're comfortably ahead. Now, the person that emailed me said, he's just making sure. I understand, and I would I would understand if he was paying for these extra attack ads against Kalis. But he's not the one that's paying for it. So in order to get that kind of money, to have the National Governors Association put in that kind of money, it's my understanding. You have to show them. That the race is close. You have to show them polling numbers. So Governor McKee is seeing the campaign slip away from him. Now, what could help him and save him is the early voting. Which is one of the reasons I don't like it. But but I believe right now, this is not a 10-point. It's not even close. The question is, is it a five-point race? Or is it a three-point race? If it's a three-point race, the other thing you want to track is where does Governor McKee go this weekend? A problem that I see, folks, at 124 for Governor McKee, a problem that I see is the fact that, well, the problem that I see for the governor is I think people have already decided on him, on whether or not they want him, right? So they, the the undecideds normally break for the challenger, and it sure sounds like they're breaking for the challenger in this particular situation. So, now, folks, right now it is one twenty-four. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM thirteen eighty and ninety-nine point nine FM. This portion of the program, and it's brought to you by. J. Perry Paving. Hey, you want to get your, why not? You have a window of about five more weeks. They can only do paving before the cold weather really sets in. J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, committed to staying on, on, um, well, they're committed to staying on schedule. With all projects, call them right now. Free quote 401 732 1730. 401 732 1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Folks, give them a call. Let them come out. Give you a free quote. Now, they are a licensed and insured contracted company committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big, how small. 
And on top of that, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, J. Perry Paving. Call them 401-732-1730. I want to play. Channel 12 did a, a story how Cranston has rejected. Now, I'm anxious to see how this is going to play out. But Cranston, the city of Cranston, they voted to oppose. Governor McKee wants to put a homeless shelter, uh, 500 to 1,000 homeless people in these these pallets. It's like a shed in Cranston. So they had a big meeting last night. I want to hear. Let's hear. This is the, At the Pest Story Center. Channel 12 story. But according to Josh Saul, Rhode Island's housing secretary, there are no concrete plans to build any of That's that location. True. There are. In a letter sent to the council last nope, week, Saul true. said in early October, the state met with the mayor's office to explore the idea of putting pallet shelters there, among other places nope, in the state, as a way to address homelessness. Advocates say the rapidly deployable pallet shelters are a safe way to help those without a home. So we are all going to go home tonight to our warm beds and our warm houses. 425 people do not have a bed to lay down in tonight. The winter weather is coming and people are going to die. People are going to die if we do not have a warm place for them to be. The counselor who drafted the resolution, Matthew Riley, says it's not... Folks, this business, people are going to die. How many people homeless died last year in Rhode Island because they were homeless? How many people froze to death? Zero. It's all scare tactics. She is making that up. How many died the year before? None. None. Total lies. Why is it even being reported? All right, let's hear the package. Against the homeless population, and he agrees something needs to be done. But he says Cranston does its fair share to help, with Harrington Hall, for example, and that the state should look elsewhere. More than a dozen residents spoke during Thursday's special meeting, both for and against the idea. This, this needs to stop. The people of Cranston want to be safe. The people that are homeless need to be taken care of properly. And this isn't cutting it on either side. These folks who are unhoused and are in, in crisis are already living in our community. Um, and just because you refuse to see them or acknowledge them doesn't mean they go away. Oh, my God. Again, Saul says there are no concrete plans for exactly where the pallet housing might go and that the state is still exploring its options. In Cranston, I'm Kayla Fish, 12 News. Well, I, I'm telling you, um, that is another one to watch, though. That story you want to watch. Folks, good afternoon at 128. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, again, check out the website, dePietro.com. And at dePietro.com, we uh, also a new sponsor, Burke's Martial Arts. Jake Burke, kickboxing, self-defense, located 880 Eddy Street. We're going to have the link right there. Burke's Martial Arts, self-defense, fitness. Also, on top of that, they have kickboxing. It's Burke's Martial Arts, 880 Eddy Street in Providence. He is the real deal. Can learn a lot. Take the classes. Jake Burke, it's it's like having someone's special forces training you in self-defense and fitness and also martial arts. Burke's Martial Arts, online at BurksMartialArts.com. Folks, good afternoon. So I want to just check. It's, um, well, that's too bad. I, I did think, oh, good. You know, there's there's two uh, debates that are going to be running that I thought that we would get a chance to hear some of it before we sign off on this Friday. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like um, that is going to happen, but it's, I, I want people to pay attention. Um, I want people to pay attention to that general treasurer's race. That Central Falls former mayor, that he has no business being the general treasurer. You know, th- th- this election, folks, is, I mean, just how, how far do people want to put the state you know, just in, in completely underwater here. That, that, that James Diosa, all, all he wants to do is travel. He traveled a lot as the mayor of Central Falls. Can you even imagine 
what he would do when he would be in charge of billions for the state. So James Lanthrop, the challenger, he is a very qualified candidate to be treasurer. So they're debating on Channel 12. I want to see that. And then the race to watch is this race for lieutenant governor. And that is this this race of of uh, Sabina Matos and also Aaron Gukian, the Republican, who has run a very, very good race. That is not an easy race to get attention on. And by all accounts, Aaron has done a really, that's been a high hurdle. Now, I'm just checking, folks, Tuesday night, the big races, the nation is going to be watching the Fung Magazina race. I mean, that is, and also the thing about a big important part of that race is the fact with Fung, Mayor Fung and Seth Magaziner, I think a big part of that is the fact that the the polls close at 8 o'clock. So that's why, you know, everyone is kind of watching that. Mayor Fung is right there at the finish line. Right there. He has run a great race. Now he just has to now he just has to close it out. And it's going to be big with the vote this weekend. So I want to um, let's see. Let me go to some more sound as I let me um Hold this. Let's see. Where's the um, boom, boom, boom? All right. Providence Journal education reporter is leaving. Um, the media is saying they think it's a loss. Oh, this is uh, Ed Fitzpatrick with his uh, podcast. And it comes out every week. We ask politicians about the important issues of the day, and we have fun stuff too, like Rhode Island accents. You can get it automatically and for free every week. Just follow Rhode Island Report and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That's Rhode Island Report. Thanks. So that was that um, that the business yesterday of Governor McKee with that full meltdown with Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe. Now, I think that that should have been exploited more. Here's a little bit of Mayor Fung yesterday with his race in the debate against Seth Magazine. Here we go. I'm proud to be standing with the thousands of men and women that are supporting, you know, what I hope to do for them, for our residents in Rhode Island, down in Washington, D.C. Seth, meanwhile, wants to call it an honor to march, though, march with those who want to defund and abolish the police department. He tweeted about it. Clear difference between who we stand with and many of those issues. Let's hear Ashley Kalis. Going after Governor McKee last night. Here, Dan, say things like everything is great, the economy's great, we have momentum. We have momentum like that Titanic, and families are suffering, and I know what it is like. I, I know what it is like when the bills are so high, you don't even bother opening them because you can't pay them anyway. And with me, you will get someone who provides immediate relief. Because things are not okay. And I have provided a plan for immediate relief. The other thing that I provided, uh, which could have provided immediate relief, and what will happen day one when I am governor, is I will roll back the electricity rate hike, which is hurting seniors, which is hurting working people, and can be immediately done. Well, that's Ashley Kalis from last night. The independents are definitely breaking for her. Let's go back to, this is Governor McKee with Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe. Here we go. And then when you talk about the schools, look, you've never been in the schools I've started, right? Have you walked into a mayoral academy before? I've been up there, yeah. And then when you talk about the schools, look, you've never been in the schools I've started, right? Have you walked into a mayoral academy? I mean, the May- Governor McKee was so defensive on that whole thing. And now they, they ended up releasing the scores, as a matter of fact. They ended up releasing the scores. 
So that whole business of tell McGowan to report it correctly. I'm concerned about how you're going to report this. So the fact of the matter is, did, did you complain about the 62 days last year? Just want to let you know. Did you complain about the 62 days? Did you complain about the 62 days last year? Do you think that you can go to the calendar and change dates? 62 days, no problem. Came out October 28th. They get the information on September 12th. 62 days later, just happens to be after November 8th. What is the difference in the time schedule? Wasn't a problem with you last year? Was it a problem with anybody involved in the campaign last year? Whether they were working against me or not? No. Either believe Ride or you don't. Ride has the information on September 12th. There was a big effort last week to show that I, you know, somehow was incorrectly giving information. I'm worried about the storyline that you're ready to, to ready to report. Question: You you can control the answers. You can't control the questions. I mean, I, I think you've answered the question. Well, it'd be interesting how you report it. Back to Dan McGowan. Yes. Tell him to report it correctly. How? And then I'll answer the question. Now I want to see how Dan McGowan is is going to handle that, folks. I do. Good afternoon at one thirty-seven. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, let me see if I can get a hold of our friend uh, John Francis, folks. Competition shooting supplies. We also, I want to just check. I really thought we were going to get some sound over some of these last debates that are taking place. Um, but there, I, I implore you. I strongly implore you, encourage you to follow and try to watch the race for lieutenant governor and also for general treasurer. You don't want that former mayor of Central Falls. He doesn't know what he's doing. And you do not want Sabina Matos is not qualified for the job of lieutenant governor. She's just not. Aaron has more experience. Aaron Gukian is better qualified to take that job. So the scores were finally released. Of course they're struggling. The whole thing is just a joke. How they had to make everyone wait. See, but that, that to me, that is insight of how Governor McKee operates. It is. He... I don't. I, I just don't get the whole thing, but they somehow they try to get they try to get slick. They decide and think they can kind of pull a fast one, and not you know it became they wanted to release it afterwards, and then maybe he saw that the numbers are going down. All right, I want to see John Francis has some fantastic deal with Arrow Precision. What else does he have? Uh, oh, he's got his um, suggestions for who to vote for in the election. And so uh, John Francis is offering his recommendations, which I think, by the way, are right on the money. Um, Aaron Gukian has run a great race. So, folks, the, but the big news is the fact that. Ashley Kalis is closing the gap. She's down somewhere either three to five points. But without question, the McKee people are nervous. Oh. All right, so this is a little bit of the treasurer's debate. Ted Nisi just well, posted this. Portsmouth when he became active uh, manager for the town, he couldn't keep it, left that job, went to New Shoreham. He was there for less than four months as the head of, of, of New Shoreham. He left there with... This lawsuit of fraud. Look, we need someone in this office that's going to be honest to the people of Rhode Island, who is going to understand the impact of this pension fund and how it impacts everyday Rhode Islanders. It's important to have someone who has a tested track record and who's going to be honest and transparent with the people of Rhode Island. Just to be clear, when you say fraud, you mean civil fraud. Civil fraud. Okay. Correct. Civil fraud. So, honest and transparent, I just can't believe those words came out of my opponent's mouth. You know, he's continually lied about his travel, his involvement with a cannabis operation. Um, 
it, it's just a pattern of history with him. You know, first of all, I thought it was just immaturity, but now I'm learning the real colors of my opponent. Um, New Shoreham was a difficult situation. A new council came in, a council hired me to do certain things. Many of those I accomplished in a very short period of time. A new council came in, it was not the direction that they wanted to take. You know, I'm a smart guy, um, I had a good agreement, and they wanted to renege on it because they realized that they made a bad agreement. But they, because uh, I'm going to go to Mr. Dios in his travel second, but I just to, just to put a period on the end of the sentence, I, I have the court documents with me. When I was reading through them, it, it, they're saying you, they had emails showing you told North Kingstown, don't, don't make me eligible for health insurance because otherwise New Shoreham can stop paying my health insurance if I get it from you guys. Did you, did you engineer it that way? No, it, it was actually North Kingstown. They said, if we hire you, can we not pay health insurance for you because um, you have a, an agreement with New Shoreham? And their attorneys looked at my employment agreement and signed off on it. That's why North... Wait, I don't know. He's wearing like a red blazer. This James Lanthrop. I don't know him. Sounds like he's getting tripped up on this thing. Hmm. What's with the jacket? I don't know what that is. He's wearing a burgundy jacket. Who wears a burgundy jacket? <laughs> I wish they had done the... Uh... Well, Diosa, at least he's got the dark suit. Feisty half hour. I'm not going to have time to go through the whole thing. I'm not. Let me see if I can reach our friend. Oh, okay. Our friend John Francis. Now, they posted that clip for whatever reason, and it certainly doesn't make Lanthrop sound good. All right, folks, let's see if we can reach John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. It's 143. I like that he has come out with his endorsements for uh, elected office. Folks, joining us on the line right now, and I am so glad he's got his endorsements out for the political season, it's our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very well. John, I'm glad, uh, John Francis, that you're posting. I looked at it. Uh, your endorsements, who you are recommending. First of all, let's start off with uh, boy Ashley Kalis. I'll tell you, John Francis, the McKee people are nervous. She's really gaining ground. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no... Um uh, no question about that. Uh, people are people are fed up with uh, you know the Democrats have been in charge. Yep. In here in Rhode Island for what seventy years? That's right. Um, and look at the condition the state's in. Ah, terrible. Uh, no, you people. I tell people this all the time. Say what you will about how things uh, about Donald Trump. I get it. President Trump was kind of his worst enemy at times. Yes. But. You, nobody can deny economically we were way, way better off uh, when he left office than we are today. Not even close. And Ashley Kalis, John Francis, hey, it would be nice to have an outsider come in who's not part of the system, not part of the machine, and is not going to engage in all these insider sleazy deals. Right. So, and oh, Ash- absolutely. Aaron uh, Gukian, he has really given the Lieutenant Governor Matos a run for money. By the way, John Francis, so the Democrat Governor Association, they're spending 260000 to try to help McKee. That's how close that race is. Wow. Big time. So, and folks, it's all on the Facebook page. John Francis, tell us about this arrow precision that you got in. Uh, so, uh, that is a complete 16-inch, uh, rifled, uh, upper barrel, it's her rifle, uh, it has their Atlas R1 free-float, uh, hand, uh, M-lock rail, so any M-lock rail system will attach to it. Um, normally they don't include the bolt carrier group and the charging handle, uh, but this was a one-shot deal, and the price was good enough where I can include, uh, everything for four ninety nine. Wow. And normally if you bought bought it separately, it'd be over seven hundred dollars. What is um John Francis, you have the pulse of different people coming in. You tell me, are people motivated to vote? Do you think there's gonna be a good turnout? Are people ready to try to make some changes? Um I the vast majority of the people that uh come in here are uh, they're absolutely gonna vote uh, Republican. 
Uh, and if they're not, if there isn't a Republican running again and is an independent, instead of, they're going to vote in for the independent. Yeah. It, um, it seems to be now also, folks, uh, John Francis, just going back to the governor's race, Governor McKee, uh, when's the last time you saw a governor signing all these anti-two-way amendments in the state? I mean, he, he is fully on board with that group. I, 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 right. Um, I, honestly, um, it's not uh, not surprising there. Um, I don't know why he, I, I always thought Dan McKee was more of a, a central center kind of guy. Right. He seems to be going, he's, since he's been elected governor, or I should say appointed governor, appointed. he's gone out of his way to appease the far left progressive for some reason. That's right. Um, I don't know why that is. They really don't like him. No. They, they're going to they're gonna support their own people. That's right. And also, John Francis, I want to throw a plug in for someone who's run a great race is Amanda Blau. I think she's going to be successful on Tuesday. Justine Caldwell is another one. She is completely yeah. against anyone that supports the Second Amendment. Oh, uh, no doubt. And in fact, uh, uh, Rep. Caldwell uh, stated um, at the, the last uh, one of the last debates against uh, with Amanda that they were, in fact, not going to. A try to pass an assault weapons ban they are going to pass it oh yeah but Cal- caldwell she is she's in favor of confiscation i mean she actually yeah. wants she's one of the most extreme she believes that the government should confiscate all weapons in rhode island and hold that up the model to the rest of the nation um that's how extreme she is but amanda i think is going to be successful on tuesday folks we're speaking with john francis at competition shooting supplies and john francis before we let you go what about what do you recommend if there's someone listing right now that maybe inherited some firearms or they just have firearms they don't use they'd like to be a little more liquid why not bring them in and they can sell them or sell them on consignment at competition shooting supplies Absolutely. And uh, so I've had a couple of people that heard you talk about that earlier this week. Uh, and <laughs> so I've already picked up a, a few new, uh, or I should say, some new used handguns. Uh, I'll be getting those processed and uh, posted uh, at some point. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, either give me a call or shoot me an email at compshooting at cox.net. Let me know what you got and, um, and we'll figure out what's best for you. John Francis, what are your hours at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket, the rest of today and also for tomorrow? So today, I'm here till 6 o'clock and tomorrow, 9 to 4. All right. And you will be open Tuesday, Election Day? I will be, yes. All right. All right. Taking his poll. John Francis, you're the defender of the faith. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, John. You too. All right, folks. There it is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's 149. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to go to, um, oh, actually, let's, it's Friday, and let's talk with our friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, folks, it's, I love this. It's over 70 degrees right now. So it's a good day to be out, whether it's today, tomorrow. Maybe you're running some errands. You could pop in. If you're on Menden Road right now, pop in and see our friend, Maria. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. She has tremendous products. She might be busy with a customer right now. Folks, joining us on the line on this glorious Friday is the Queen of Health. It's Marie at It's My Health. And Marie, this is God is Good. What a beautiful day we have today, this weekend. 70-degree weather. Great time for people to be out and pop in and see you at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. For sure. Welcome to November, right? (laughs) You know? Right. Now, Marie, what about... Um, and I'd like to each Friday have you feature a different product that you'd like people to try. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, and I apologize in advance. But I'm just curious, you know, people are always open to maybe trying whether it's new uh, new spices or a new tea or maybe a new hemp CBD product. What would be your 
Friday focus for maybe a new product that if someone was going to pop into It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road of Cumberland, that you would recommend someone who maybe wants to try something new? So not in the tea or in the spice area, but because it is November and because we are coming into, you know, that wonderful winter cold and flu season, we have a new uh, company that we're carrying. They're local and uh, it's called Town Farm Tonics and they make a fire cider and they make an elderberry syrup and putting those together, very, very good for the immune system. You do it every day, keeps your immune system strong, and, and you're supporting a local business, which is really nice. Could you mention the, the product again, Marie? So the company is called Town Farm Tonics, so mm. they make an elderberry syrup, mm. and they make something else called Fire Cider. So wow. it's all, it's all, it's, you know, onions, garlic, horseradish, it's got all of those things in it that it, you know, seeps in this apple cider and, you know, sounds, sounds kind of tough, but a little bit of it and then you mix it with some elderberry syrup into some hot water. What a beautiful tea-like thing that you can, that you can sip every day that, will help your immune system. That is fantastic, Marie. You make it sound so enticing. So if someone comes in, what do they they want to ask for fire water? They can ask for fire cider. Fire they cider. can ask for elderberry syrup. Elderberry. Yep. Now, and what about some of the different teas that you have? So you have some real fans out there. And I want to appeal to people because there are PT people that, you know, they're very into tea and they want to try different teas. But instead of ordering something online, they could just pop it and see you, get great service. It's available right there. And they may see something mm-hmm. else that they want to try. Yep, we have teas that are, you know, box teas, so they come, you know, the typical tea bag that you just put into a cup and add hot water to, and then we have the bulk teas that, you know, people can buy by the ounce, and most of them are not terribly expensive, a couple bucks an ounce. So you can try it, people come in and they get a little bit of a few things, and they try them, and they see what they like, Then sometimes they combine them, they get, uh, they get going into that, so... They come in and they tell me some of the, the wonderful flavors they've put together. Folks, we're speaking to Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. And Marie, I have people sometimes ask me if you could just elaborate a little bit on some of the hemp and CBD products you have, such as right now there could be someone listing where they are ailing with something, whatever it may be. And what are some of the things that some of the the CBD or the help could help out with? Especially good with chronic pain. Um, think about, you know, back pain, pain from arthritis, um, you know, neck and shoulder pain that you just can't seem to get enough relief for. So we do have some topicals that have the CBD that help, and then we have the products that you take orally. So we have them in gummies, we have them in, in liquid that you take, and it really can take the edge off. Um, you may still have to take something else, another analgesic, but for the most part, I have people who... That's all they need now. You know, they've gotten it under control, and and it helps a lot. Folks, it's Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, Marie, also, this weekend is Daylight Savings. What about someone that sometimes has some problems falling asleep or staying asleep? Yep, we do have a few different products for that, you know, because there are so many different approaches. There are so many reasons why people don't sleep. Um, so we have things that people can try. We have one product called Eden. Um, that's been the one we've gotten the best results on, the best feedback on of late. Um, really nice product. Very simple. It's got some GABA. It's got some L-theanine in it. It has a tiny amount of melatonin. A lot of people don't like the melatonin. They don't like the way they feel. But this has just a small amount, and it does seem to help. Folks, again, but we have other things as well, that um, other things that people can try that don't have the melatonin. And we do have just melatonin as well. Now, Marie, what are your hours for today, which is a beautiful day, and tomorrow? Today we're here until 5.30 and then tomorrow from 9 to 4. You are the queen of health. Keep it up. Daylight savings this weekend. Folks, pop it and see Marie at It's My Health. Marie, keep up the great work and we'll talk to you again. 
Thank you, John. Have a good weekend. All right, folks. There it is. Maria, It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. So this is also, right now it's 155. Good afternoon, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So this is pretty significant that President Trump is really putting things into motion. He is, um, let's see, I just saw that, so this Tuesday night, Uh, Jonathan Swain is reporting, President Trump and his aides for several days have been looking at November 14th or that week for a presidential announcement. Not necessarily with a rally, but maybe a press conference. Not many House Republicans want this to be a closing focus for the next few days. On top of that, President Trump facing multiple investigations advised anticipate will heat up again after next week's after the midterms. Particularly into the documents held for no clear reason at Mar-a-Lago. His advisors say he thinks the Department of Justice will move differently if he's a candidate. So now we are hearing that he, former President Trump's inner circle, is discussing announcing the launch of the campaign November 14th. Followed by multi-day series of political events. I think they are going to be gathering at Mar-a-Lago. I saw that earlier. Um, they're going to be gathering at Mar-a-Lago Tuesday night. He's having something. So now I also see on Twitter, Ashley Kalis started a morning with faith leaders from the city of Woonsocket. And what a nice group it is. Folks, momentum is building for the Kalis campaign. Governor McKee is nervous, the McKee people. So that's interesting that, let me just check the calendar on that. So the, today is the 4th. Tuesday is the 8th. So they're talking about <laughs> Monday the 14th. President Trump announces he's in for 2020, 2024. Hmm. That's strategic. That is strategic to say the least. Now, right now at 158, this portion of the John DePietro show, it's watched by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. Plus, you can sit out on the deck today and this weekend. They're waiting for you at the Lounge Pub and Eatery right off of Route 146, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So, folks, we're going to be coming up. It's 159. Good afternoon, one and all. The debates are done. Election day is Tuesday. What you should know right now, the McKee campaign is not, they are nervous. They seem nervous last night. They've seemed nervous this week. The Democrat Governor Association in the past 24 hours have put up 260000 to try to fight back Ashley Kalis. Independents are breaking for Ashley Kalis. This race is much closer than people thought. But it could come down to the mail ballots and we'll learn on Tuesday night. I want to thank JR. Folks, thank you for listening. It's John DePietro. Hey, enjoy this beautiful Friday. Sounds like we have a great weekend in store. I will be doing Facebook later on. In the meantime, stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and WNRI Woonsocket.